Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome to Garibaldi Reds, a Nottingham Forest podcast. We are live on YouTube and Facebook. The time's just gone six o'clock. Welcome along. And if you've been at work all day or you've been living under a rock today, Forest announced this afternoon that Steve Cooper has been relieved of his duties as head coach tonight. It is a decision that many of us might have been expecting, but we didn't expect it really to come out of the blue today. But after all the media speculation this morning, Steve Cooper has left Nottingham Forest as head coach. Uh, we'll just touch on the club's statement before we introduce the guests. Uh, Forest released a statement which read, uh, Cooper departs the city ground having played uh, an integral part in Forest's return to the Premier League, cementing himself firmly into the club's rich history after guiding the Reds back to England's top flight. Evangelos Maranakis went on to thank Cooper for his contribution, his achievements and said that he will always be welcome at the football club. Media links today also reporting that Nuno Espirito Santo will take over uh, as uh, fees and contracts are currently being agreed as we speak. Uh, joining me on the panel, two Forest fans, Steve Oldham and Ross Levy, two people that have actually sat behind me at games for a long, long time since I was very young. Uh, Steve, let's start with you. What have you made to the decision? Um, incredibly sad decision and it's quite an emotional day today as Steve Cooper departs Forest, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, but, you know, these, like I said earlier, these things always come to an end, whether it came to an end today or I thought would have heard something over the weekend after the Spurs game. But as time went on, I thought, OK, they, they might give him a little bit longer. Um, look, Steve Cooper will always be a legend at the club. In my eyes, top three in managers that I've, I've witnessed, and that goes for Cluffy and Frank Clark. Um, he's what he did for the club was brilliant, but unfortunately, we're in a business where there's not much sentiment, Max, in this game, and you know, this is where we are. And I think all of us wish him all the best. And I think if we ever saw him back at the city ground, we'd welcome him with open arms. Um, it, on a on a level, so the younger ones can most probably understand. I think it's it, it's a bit like if Stuart Pearce walked into the ground, he has that aura about him, you know. And I think same with Cooper. I think Steve Cooper will have the same. Um, I'll be indebted to him because what he did for my two younger ones, they've fallen in love with the club, and it it is a sad day. But you know, we all, we all got to move on, and we've got to get behind the new man now. Decisions been made. Let's let's get behind the new man. 
Yeah, uh, the new man, of course, hasn't been officially appointed yet, uh, but Nuno Espirito Santos uh, as Santo uh, has been in talks with Forrest uh, for the last few days and owner Evangelos Maranakis. We are live on Facebook, Nottingham Forest News and YouTube for the next half an hour or so, so feel free uh, to get your comments uh, in. Jack says, I feel like Cooper's papered over the cracks at the club with him gone. I really worry for the progress and collective feeling at the club. Uh, Tony says, says uh, gutted but it was inevitable our record was abysmal Dorset Red says absolutely gutted uh, Gripper 69 says Cooper sealed his place in Forest history as a legend and I suppose he did as as well Steve while we try and wait for for, for Ross to, to get his connection back uh, as these things do happen well in fact Ro Ross is back he's magically appeared in a new place um, Ross what did um, what did you make of the decision just like Steve said there it, and it, it's such an emotional day but yes at some point we expected it with the with the run of form we've been on yeah absolutely um yeah sorry the uh, so many tabs reading so many different articles and uh, and re response uh, uh for that but yeah i mean i echo what uh steve said it's a very uh it's a very sad day um and what steve cooper um has done um for the club um you know and and the city um, has has been you know absolutely remarkable. Um, certainly, um, from for as long as I've been watching the club, uh, he has um, galvanised the fans and really uh, created a, a a real spirit and energy that's his ground that I've certainly not not seen before. Um, but the record is uh, is unfortunately uh, now speaks for itself, and uh, um, it is time now for uh, the club to get some results and to do so in a professional manner as well. Um, there's been a lot of uh, you know energy around around the manager around the around the around the team. They need to now just get find a way just to get some some points on 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 the board, and the emotion sort of sees, needs to perhaps take that that pause because ultimately they've got to play Bournemouth who are in great form at the moment and can't let the emotions run away from them and they've, they've got to get they've got to turn up and, and try and get something from a Premier League game which is no no tough uh, no no easy thing but it's got to be done it has. It's got to be done indeed. Just over 330 people watching. If you want to get your comments uh, in to me, Steve or Ross, you're more than welcome to do so. Do you agree with the decision? Uh, do let us uh, know. Lee says this is a massive mistake. This isn't all down to Steve Cooper. This boils down to poor recruitment that other coaches and the players need to have a hard look at themselves. And finally, the owner and his son. Um, that is the problem, Steve. A lot of people have talked about today is that, of course, Cooper departs and we're so thankful for what this man's done. Um, I've had the pleasure of, of attending games with you, Steve, for a long, long time. We attended so many in that promotion season. And he really just got what the city was about, didn't he? And, and, and I think that's why it's so emotional today. But then in the same sense, a lot of people are angry at Forrest and angry potentially at the owner because this doesn't all boil down to him, does it? As, um, as that comment just said, this lies on the, on the recruitment and the players we brought in as well. Yeah, I, some of the recruitment um, I get, but I'm listen. I'm a Steve Cooper fan. Before anyone starts shooting me down, okay, I'm a Steve Cooper fan. I'll always will be. But let me put this out to those people, okay? The recruitment didn't cost us two points against Luton when we two nil up with 13 minutes to go, 
and the manager brings four players off and we, we, we draw. The recruitment didn't cost us when we 2 0 up at Man U and we lose 3 2. Okay. Now I get what people say. This is about a result business and we're all in it. Okay. We're all in it. What Steve Cooper did and took this club, he didn't just take this club, he grabbed it by the scruff of the neck. He galvanised the fans. I mean, what were we having? I mean, I think us three were there that night when we lost 2-0 to Middlesbrough. Can you remember it? 2-0 to Middlesbrough. Remember that it. dreaded night. Yeah. What was there? Was there 18,000, 19,000 there or something like that? Yeah, the Steve attendance Cooper, dropped. within about a few weeks, mm -hmm. had got us up to 28,000. He galvanised the city and... I think I said to you, Max, did I not say to you in October, we'll make the playoffs that year and we'll go you through did. by... <laughs> was it one of my <laughs> famous one-liners? And I got Mystic it right. Steve. Mystic <laughs> yeah. Steve. So let's not get it get wrong here. I don't think there's many people that are going to be anti-Steve Cooper out of Forest, but it's a result business. And unfortunately, one win out of 13, two away wins out of 24, Yeah. The owner does not want to go back to the championship. We're coming up to a new transfer window. All right. I, I, I just saw it. If it wasn't going to be today or this week, it would have been before January. I think the owners have made the mind up. I think we all agree on that. The owners have made the mind up. Um, but he's done a fantastic job and I think he's great. And I think I wish him all the best and he will be a success. And yeah. then that's it. Yeah, he certainly will be. And I do think he'll be able to walk in to a Premier League job or a, or a very high championship job indeed. Uh, keep your comments coming. Gavin says someone mentions coaches. Well, it was Cooper's decision to have an inexperienced backroom team. Uh, Andrew says here, genuinely the best manager we've had for over a decade. This will come back to bite us. Um, Patrick says, how much longer could we have gone with Cooper? Our away form was poor. That's the concerning thing this season, wasn't it, Ross? That, that not only we saw poor away form last season, but we saw very poor home form that was beginning to mount. Three losses on the bounce at home for Forest, one win in 13, two away wins in 28, and a win ratio of 18%. When we look at football as a results-driven business, surely Marimekis had to, had to make this decision? Yeah, and uh, the away form is something that has... He, he he faced in every single press conference in a game away from home uh, that he did, and um, for all the um, uh, the improvement uh, by comparison to the, the start of last season, um, unfortunately the, the results um, weren't there. And okay, Crystal Palace, it was a nil nil. Arguably, they should have just pushed on a little bit. Uh, further to try and got the, got the victory there. Um, same really with with Wolves last week. I don't know whether you guys think perhaps he will he will look back and regret his uh, approach to away games. Um, uh, certainly, also uh, at the tail end of last season as well. Uh, Brentford um, uh, Brentford away back in April. Um, you know Danilo's goal, um, and then it was it was two error-based uh, sort of goals that meant that Brentford um, took the point. Um, so, uh, yeah, I just wonder whether um, he will look back and regret that. Yeah, um, that is probably something, you're right, Ross, that, that he will look back at. Um, when we talk about Steve Cooper as a man, Steve, um, 
I had the pleasure of meeting him not once, but twice, interviewing him once uh, and just also spending some time with him. And he seemed to take a real interest in every fan, in every person that was associated mm. with Forrest in any way, whether that was someone that would commentate on Forrest, report on Forrest or, or, or just a fan that attended games. He really got that, that he got the feeling of Nottingham as a city, didn't he? And and I wonder if, if that's something that we're going to miss in time to come, Steve. Yeah, I think we'll miss that. Um, like I said, he, 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 I said earlier, Max, he galvanised everything about the club, the city. You know what did what did he say? When when Forest played, the city, the city gets together, um, and he did that. And I, I'm sorry, no one can tell me any other 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 answer than that. Steve Cooper did that. We are going to miss that. I think the new manager, whoever it is, um, is has got one act to follow. Um, and I said it to you earlier, Max, in an earlier telephone conversation, he's got no honeymoon period. He's got to hit the ground. He's got to hit the ground running because the fans, you know, are going to, you know, they, they love Cooper. Um, but yeah, Steve Cooper galvanised this club. He took it and we'll, we'll, as fans, we're going to be indebted to that for him because he got us back to the promised land that we dreamt about. Yeah, he did. Just, I, I'd add to that, Steve, if, if, if that's okay as well, is Steve Cooper, uh, Rob Edwards at Luton, Gareth Southgate, all a model of young managers that have come through the FA coaching system recently that I believe have really done their homework on how to do that and how to galvanise fans and how to get um, to, to really not just... To, to coach, but also to deal with the media, to deal with the expectations of the fans as well. And I, I think it's a real, it's been a fascinating model and case study for how to really, a, a manager, any aspiring managers coming through the FA coaching system now, like Cooper has been, um, how to not just, to, to yeah, as I've said, to be that coach, but also to really galvanise the fans as well, because that does breed results. Um, and you, you see, you know, Rob Edwards does very similar, you know, fist pumps and, and you know, with that connection there. And, uh, and and so I just think it's been a really interesting to to watch how Cooper has interacted with the media. You know, even after uh, Wolves, he said, you know, Friday night, eh? you know, he, he, he was well rehearsed in being able to. Um, in, in to be able to interact with the fans through the media. And as Steve said, it's um, it, it actually for any manager coming in, they need to, you, you know, take a leaf from that book really. And uh, not just coach the players, but also to, to coach the fans to get us behind them as well. Um, because as you say, Steve, as well, that Middlesbrough game uh, is, is a useful reference point. It can't get to that where people are shouting at Maranakis in, in the box. And, uh, you know, there's that sort of toxic atmosphere. Um, and uh, yeah, if we've learned anything from it is that, uh, you know, um, we certainly need to to keep getting, uh, you know, to, to listen very carefully to what the managers uh, w wants us to be as fans and create that atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and whoever does come in really has to to hit the ground running. Of course, Nuno Espirito Santo heavily linked tonight. If you've just joined us, we're live on Garibaldi Red and Nottingham Forest News discussing the departure of Steve Cooper this afternoon. Darren says in the comments, gutted. We'll always remember the great memories, though. Cooper brought uh, brought belief back to the club and to the fans. Paul said he took over the team bottom of the championship and took them up the season. If the board were told that, they would have laughed, kept them up. If we hadn't gone up that first season, where would 
would we be now? We were worse at this stage last season, should have been given to the end of the season. Individual errors are not down to the managers and players need to have a look at themselves and hold their hands up. Let's move to the future, the the, the future after Steve Cooper, which feels odd to be talking about. Uh, and Nuno Espirito uh, Santo linked heavily. Steve, a manager that did incredibly well in his time at Porto, Portuguese manager, and then of course took over Wolves in the Championship, got them promoted, uh, champions of the Championship, uh, and then he finished Wolves with Wolves seventh twice and took them to the latter stages of the Europa League. Is this an appointment, Steve, that you think the Maranakis family are thinking will be will be long term for Forrest and will be hoping that not only can he get some results this season, but also <laughs> look to the future and, and hopefully have him into European success, which the Maranakis family always talk about? Well, if it is him, Max, I think it's a must-win game for him on Saturday <laughs> straight away. I don't think there's going to be much of a honeymoon period. Um look, I I he was a good manager at Wolves. Um he did remarkably well. Um, I don't think we can go too much on the Tottenham thing because I think there was a few things going off in the background there that didn't quite go well. Um, all I can say is, this is if, if, if this is who it is, this is who it is and this is who we get behind. Um, I think us three here, we do not want to return to the Championship. I don't think we will, i be honest with you. I think he will get us up the league. Um and I, he's got three tough games, obviously Bournemouth Saturday and then Newcastle and Man U. Um, but yeah, I, I, if you put Steve Cooper to one side, you know, yeah, I think this is going to move it. It's going to move us forward because I think overall we have to move forward. We would, you know, we only had to lose on Saturday, Max, and Luton win, and then oh, we are in big, big trouble. So yeah. It, that could still happen, obviously. Um, but yeah, I think we've got to. We've got to, as fans, as accept that this is who we've got now, if it becomes announced. Yes, uh, he's in talks with Maranakis, uh, according to reports, this afternoon and will arrive into the city ground later on tonight, flying from his home in Portugal. Um, also, as well, I think one thing to kind of touch on, Ross, is um, kind of... His departure today, Steve Cooper, this is, it kind of all came out the blue. Of, of, of course, we'd been expecting this for weeks, but this was reported this morning. It was reported last night that, that Nuno Espirito Santo uh, was in talks with Maranakis. Uh, and then it all kind of all came out this morning. And then, and then before you know it, kind of three o'clock, four o'clock this afternoon, he was gone. Um, difficult question. But but for a manager that's done so much in the the two years he's been at the football club, for the club to leak stuff to the media and and uh, for it to be in the in the papers before it was officially an announced, do you think that's um, that's disrespectful, or do you think that's just part of the modern game that that we kind of have to accept these days? I think Steve would have seen, uh, for example, the lanyard left outside at Fulham, um, and from what we gather as well, um, you know, there wasn't a positive dialogue between the two at the moment. Um, so I think if if he had heard about the comments about uh, chatting with Nuno, I don't think it would have come as any surprise to him. And he's always struck me as somebody that's very sincere in the sense that it hasn't been about him. And, you know, it, it was his birthday the other week, wasn't it? And the club didn't post, uh, you, you know, celebrating that because 
he requested it was it was not about him it was it was about the greater club for the fo- uh, greater good for the football club so i think it would have been very focused on preparing the team in the best possible way for what is a must win game against bournemouth um and uh, and also what i think is just interesting as well uh, about about nuno um is that you know he, he's he's been out of work for for a bit of time um and you know olympiacos have, uh, have have recently you know changed the manager they opted for carlos uh, carvajal uh, again with a bit of experience in, in english football as well so I, i'm sure that you know the maranacas family have had you know a, a a sort of almost a interchangeable list really between uh between the clubs of of potential next managers um and uh, just one thing i will i will say about nuno which i think is you know should should he be the next manager as well is that from from what i recall he's he's a passionate guy and i, I think that's really important because i mean the forest fan base is definitely uh one of the most passionate in, in the premier league i seem to recall back in the uh in the championship there was a game against cardiff uh, where it all sort of kicked off. And I think Nuno went, you know, running and, and, you know, celebrating right in the face of Neil Warnock. So, I mean, what's not to love about that? Um, so, uh, you know, obviously we hope to never encounter Neil Warnock, um, uh, certainly in the Premier League or in the Championship. But, um, you know, a sense that there's going to be somebody that that is going to care. We're not going to get somebody that's suited and booted and quite muted on, on the touchline. I think it will come in with a bit of passion and you'd hope with a point to prove in the Premier League, given how it went with Spurs. Uh, and the final mm. thing I'll just say about Nuno as well, it's all, you know, speculative, but, um, you know, he's got a bit of experience working with some of these players. You know, he'll know Morgan Gibbs-White. Um, he'll probably know, of, you know, of, of Bolly and, um, and you know, he will have had some, uh, you know, experience working with, with those players. So at least he's not coming in and going, I don't know who any of these guys are. Um, and if you can get a couple of people on board straight away and say, look, I'm relying on you against Bournemouth to play, to perform, that, that's an extra 10% straight off. Yeah, it is. Um, let's hope Neil Warnock's not listening to this podcast, Ross. Um, <laughs> to get in touch and, uh, yeah, so you are, Neil, you are. Tell us your thoughts on the situation. Yeah. Um, You'll want the job. Yeah, he probably would. Uh, this comment reads, keep him coming, by the way, on Facebook and YouTube, Garibaldi read. Uh, Nuno built a strong connection with Wolves and their fans with a high win ratio. Sad to see Steve go, but realistically, he's not the only one who can do that. And results were very poor. Uh, Steve, just like Ross mentioned there, he's had previous relationships, uh, possibly with Morgan Gibbs-White and Willie Bolly featured uh, in his squad a lot. Um and something that, that hasn't been talked about is that he's Portuguese. Forest have a lot of Brazilian players. So this is an option and and a solid option, really, when you look at it from the Marinakis family, that um, that it, it, it kind of works. Do you expect him to turn it round straight away, Steve? You said there it's a must-win game on Saturday before it could get a little bit toxic, toxic as such. Um, but this won't be an easy fix as well, will it? No, no. I mean, you've got to un- understand two things. I mean, I'll just go back f- f- 20 seconds on what Ross said. Steve Cooper wasn't told today. Steve Cooper knew last night before all this broke out, you know, you know, they'd have said we're changing whatever and he'd have known and then the media would have, it'd have been kept on a, on a tab on it. Um, the thing that I have to say in all this and what I will say is, a, is about this is that, I think he will get us going, yeah, 
in the right direction. Whether that starts on Saturday, because what have you got? You got three days, whatever, Tuesday, Thursday. So we'll start when he's coming in Wednesday. So he's got Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday with the players. Um, you know, if you listen to people on social media, Morgan Gibbs White couldn't stand him, you know, all that. But hey, just let that fly over your head. We, we don't know that. Um, so for me, yes, I think he will turn it around. Um, and I also actually think one thing that no one has said this. I think the players will want to put in a performance on on Saturday. You get the new manager bounce, obviously, but they are now playing for their positions. You know, they you know he's, he's going to come up with different ideas. You know, obviously, um, will it help the Brazilian lads? I don't think that'll be an issue. I think they were all right with themselves. Um, I don't think there was any issues with Cooper and the Brazilian lads. But yeah, um, it'll, it'll turn it around, Max. Uh, you know, where it starts on Saturday, um, you know, no disrespect here, and please do not shout me down here. This is not getting rid of Steve Cooper and replacing him with a Nathan Jones. And I don't know disrespect to Nathan Jones or anything like that, but we've seen what happened at Southampton. I do think this is something a little bit, a lot more forward thinking in, in, in what the club are doing. You know, yeah. interesting take. Uh, Thomas says, Thank you for all the memories, Steve Cooper, and what you've done for Forrest. Let's all get behind the lads in this club on Saturday. Come on, you Reds. Dan says, Very risky from Forrest. If we lose our next five games, then what? Do we go through the merry go round of managers? Tristian says, Love him for getting us up, but with the players we've got, our performances have been horrific. Um, and with that squad, and it seems like we're we're talking about not only on this podcast, Ross, but but amongst the the terraces and the forest fans a lot. Is is this squad good enough on paper compared to last season? Forest without Brennan Johnson, one of our main attacking threats, of course, have to sell him him to Spurs. So, is this squad good enough on 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 paper, Ross? And do you think uh, a name like Nuno Espirito Santo really can get something out of them? Get a tune out of this. At this squad, which is in poor form at the minute, which is in a real rot. The squad's definitely good enough um, on, on paper, and uh, the squad has the the potential to be six points, eight points higher up the league, if not more. Uh, and that's just from the points dropped already this this season, as Steve alluded to. You know, Luton, um, you know, Man United. Uh, the, the squad definitely on paper is it, it should be punching higher than than, than what it is, um, and you know is Nuno going to be the, the individual to to get that uh, that squad going? In his past couple of jobs, uh, he hasn't uh, lasted very long, um, and I think that can be a positive thing for the club because he will know and want to get in and, and build build some roots and get those results immediately because he'll be under no illusion that uh you know that, that after a few games if things aren't working that the pressure will will already be beginning to build so i hope he uses that as a positive thing to really motivate him and look he's got no better time than the festive run of fixtures whereby um they they will have to run run off empty run off adrenaline and, uh, you, you know, finish one game, go straight on to preparing for the next. Um, and they've got to uh, just really use that as motivation to um, uh, to, to, to keep going and to, to try and get those points. And I think because, um, you know, Spurs, it turns very quickly. 
he'll he'll know manage managerial uh, roles in the Premier League are are short term mostly. He'll be fully aware of that. So that should, I hope, add extra motivation to getting results as quickly as possible, so that he can stay as long as possible, even if in the long term he's not there for five ten years. Which, uh, um, if he is, then then that would be very <laughs> that would probably be very surprising. But uh, yeah, that, that's that's what I'd say. Yeah, um, I spoke to some Wolves fans today, actually, just via text message. And they said, I mean, not one had really had a bad thing to say about him. Mm. Wolves fans really, really seem to enjoy uh, Nuno. Mm. But, but remember, this guy took them from the Championship to the Premier League. Worked, of course, with George uh, Mendes, uh, the Super League kind of agent that, that Marinakis does. Uh, still is, isn't he? Uh, he, he is, is. he is. Yeah, and, and, is. and this is where reports are saying that the appointment is coming out of. Um, of course, Mar the Marinakis family have, have worked with Mendes before. Um, we've seen it with Portuguese players. Go on, Steve, do you want to jump in there? I just want to say one thing about the squad, uh, yep. if, if I may. Just quickly on the squad. This squad is 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 far far better than what it was last year. We've I know Brennan Johnson's gone. Okay, get that. I, I'm most probably going to state the obvious here. We need a striker, and I mean a striker, and we'll get one. Don't you worry, we'll get one. And I'll tell you something else we need, and we need to get one very very quick. A goalkeeper. Yeah. Because we have been, and and that is where I feel sorry. For Coops, okay, his goalkeepers, he got to the stage where he got in the office and he just span a bottle and whichever one it landed on, he picked because both of them are number twos. And we saw that Friday and that's where they need to, everything else falls into place. The midfield's fine. The defence is fine. I mean, there's this new Brazilian coming, apparently that's done. He's a Brazilian international, so he's coming. But a goalkeeper and a centre forward, and then you've got to keep Taiwo fit, we'll be fine. Okay? The squad's far better. It'll be interesting to see how they approach that, Steve, because to have a crucially a match fit striker, uh, I mean, Origi just wasn't match fit when he came through the door on transfer deadline day, and Wood's been struggling for match fitness because he missed the tail end of last season as well. So to find a Premier League quality, Premier League experienced and match fit striker that fits mm. what Nuno's looking for, that fits the wage bill current. That that suddenly on your guess who board is uh, you, you know is becomes quite difficult. I completely agree it's um I'll mention you, know, you one name. All right. Jordi Mendes. Yeah. The super yeah. agent Marinak yeah, is ain't a, isn't a stupid yeah, businessman. Yeah. All right, yeah, let's yeah. you know he's got he's got his client in and it, mm. you watch. Yeah, but, but Steve, just just touching on that with Mendes, we've seen him before work with Forrest in the championship with mm. Ita Karanka mainly with the likes of the Portuguese lads. We had Carvalho and, and Gong Calves. They didn't work. They they were a disaster That's for Forest. Championship. It, it was, yeah, it was Steve. But but then in 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 the same way, do you think? for a Premier League football club to be relying on an agent that, that failed in the Championship, that this is the right move still? Well, I don't think we're going to be getting um, Diaz and, you know, those type of things coming from coming coming through a door. Um, I, I, listen, I, I, I was just saying, you know, as an as an example, um, we're, you know, let's not face it, Nottingham Forest Football Club is a Premier League football club. And what happened in the Championship is... Is, is is massive um, no I don't think it is and I don't think the club are going to just say to Mendes right you're the main man go and get us everything through the door 
I don't think that works like that. What I think will happen, it will always be good to have him because they can use him as his experience, even if they don't use him. Um, even if they've gone to try and get rid of a few players out the door. You know, uh, I saw, was it on Monday, that they reckon all the four loans are going back. Is, is that right? All the four loans are going back. And that was the alarm bells for me, Max, with Cooper, because I thought, well, if all the four loans are going back, yeah, they must be they're creating space for coming in. Um, no, I don't. I think Forrest will be independent. But I, th I think Nuno will be a little bit, he, he will know. It, 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 so I also said, after the Man U game, we don't play a league game to the 21st of, of January. Is that true? Is Brentford? Yeah, it is. We have yeah. one cup game. We've got the we've cup got game before. So, yeah. you know, he will assess that squad. And I just think on my personal level, I said to you on Friday night, Max, we're desperate for a good goalkeeper. And we're obviously we're desperate for a centre forward. We know that. Everything else fits into place for me. For that, where we are, when that would get us up the league. We just can't score goals. And that is the big problem. That is the and big problem. You've got to score goals to win. And something <laughs> else, Max, I'll say this. I think at the minute, unless Nuno can do a brilliant job in three days, on Saturday, if we're going to win on Saturday, we've got to score two. Because Bournemouth will score. Yeah. All right. So, to win that game, we've got to score more than one goal. Now, yeah. we'll most probably win 1-0 on Saturday. Yes. New manager bounce. And and remember that, that Forrest, since coming into the Premier League with Steve Cooper as manager, conceded 40 points from a winning position. Again, yeah. that's a very concerning stat. Mm. Ross, when we look at, at, at Nuno in more detail um, and think about the style that he might bring, he often would play three at the back with Wolves. But this is a manager that a lot of people from an outsider point of view are saying, hang on a minute, this is quite like for like with Forrest. This is a little bit like we're getting rid of, of, of Steve Cooper, maybe well, obviously because of the results, but also because um, of the formations and, and the tactics that, that Steve Cooper has been implementing. But Nuno will come in and potentially play the same style as Forrest, low block and play quite defensively. And he won't know his, his start in 11 yet. He'll probably be relying on first-team coaches for that on Saturday. And I suppose that's a bit of a problem as well. What do you expect Nuno to bring to Forrest in terms of a style of play, Ross? Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's, a, it's a good question. And certainly if he emulates that style, if he's got only a couple of days on the training pitch, it does make sense to start with what the players will already know in terms of one another's positioning, where they are on pitch. And then as Steve says... Then after uh, that, that break, um, is going to be able to then impose his style. Um, but at the moment, that the, the priority has to be that motivation, um, and I think he will bring that energy. Uh, he'll he'll come in and he'll he'll. I think he will be a, a motivating, inspiring guy. As I said with Wolves, um, you, you know, he certainly had uh, you, you know the, the players and the fans sort of eating out of his palm and if you can do that and get through to January and just get a few points over that over that Christmas window then, then that then that's brilliant and he's got time then to impose his style and and then see where recruitment lies and you know Steve again you know he's hitting the nail on the head is that the last few windows have have been you know they've been a bit bizarre you know last January you know Shelby Wood um, you, you know, strange. Then over the summer as well, it was just uh, Ola Aina initially, and then not a lot, and then loads on January transfer deadline day. So what what Cooper's sacking today re really doesn't really answer as well is 
you know, what, what is that long-term strategy for recruitment, head coach style of play, and, you know, where the club wants to be in, in two to three years' time? Okay, we, we know roughly that they want to be, you know, pushing that top 10. Um, but is is the behind-the-scenes infrastructure geared towards that? And has this head coach appointment today helped them to implement their, their, their strategy for Nottingham Forest? And, you, you know... We don't know. We, we don't know that. And hopefully, you know, Ross Wilson, as is, you know, the, the executive is has got, you know, um, a good enough steer as well to be able to um, help the Maranakis not just merge between decisions, but get that that long term uh, plan in place. And it is Nuno part of that? We don't know. But one thing's sure: we'll get behind him and try and get through this Christmas period with a few more points, some energised uh, displays. Um, and then, yeah, in January, take that, take a bit of a pause, get those, get that goalkeeper, get that striker, and then, you know, but not just lurch into recruitment as well. So, um, I mean, it's a bit of a rabble, but lots to do. <laughs> a lot to do indeed. Um, you don't envy the job sometimes of a football manager. Uh, good point here from from Pete. He says you can get whatever players are on Mendes's books that you want. It doesn't mean they'll perform. It's team ethic, team spirit, and team mindset that gets the results. Look at our promotion season, the team ethic that got us up. Chelsea with all their top players shows you it's just more than super agents and big names. Robert here says the alarm bell should be at the deterioration of the relationship with the squad. Can understand the new players, but the relationship the likes of Worrell is the bigger issue for me. We've got to touch on that. Um, Steve, this was reported earlier today by The Telegraph, by John Percy, who reported uh, that Steve Cooper uh, fell out with Scott McKenna and with Joe Worrell to the point where Joe Worrell was told he wasn't um, going to be in the matchday squad for the Villa game where Forrest won 2-0. Um, and that ended up with Worrell training away from the squad. Uh, problems like that often seem to be leaked and appear in the media when a manager is under pressure. But you're shocked that, that, that Forrest's club captain would have fallen out with a manager like Steve Cooper? Yeah, I am. I, I, I just, I didn't see that article, mate. So uh, I didn't see it's that news article. To you, <laughs> yeah, it was news to me. I heard, I heard whispers of it and then there were photos of him in the training, on the training ground, you know, with the players. So I just took it as tongue, tongue in cheek. Um, listen, <sighs> player power, players, whatever. Um, I don't know the ins and outs of that, what happened. Um, I suppose the Aston Villa, was that the game after Luton? It was. Was it uh, directly it was... after Luton, yeah? Yeah, directly after moment. Luton. I think so, I think so, Steve. Yeah. So, I suppose, well, Joe did take a bit of a barrage against Luton, didn't he, for his performance coming on. Um, and I'm not saying he deserved it in, in, in anything whatsoever, so don't anyone have a go at me here, but... Yeah, when those when you start falling out with your players and your club captain, you might have a, and if results are not going well, you tend to get an issue, a problem, don't you? I think you're getting that problem. If you fall out with someone, Max, and you're getting the results, then it's not an issue, is it? It's that side of the fence. It, it really there isn't a middle ground. It's well, it's that or it's this, and and I think. He he fell out with Worrell. 
and um you know as it's well a very as good point steve isn't it? It, it, it it's a very good point and it's the same that a lot of people have talked about today that potentially cooper has been papering over the cracks for the maranakis family and for off the pitch issues all of these off the pitch issues come to light when the team on the pitch isn't playing it's the same yeah. with all football clubs the same with chelsea the same with man united it, it always happens um and, and and just touching on on that ross um Cooper did a brilliant job of creating a squad atmosphere, a squad culture, a city that was combined and that was all kind of rooting for, for Forrest. What do you think? The new manager, the new head coach that will probably be announced tomorrow or the day after, and it looks like it will be Nuno Espirito Santo. What do you think he has to do to get the fans on board? Yeah, so for me, Steve Cooper um, wasn't just a fantastic head coach. He was fantastic at all the PR around it as well. So through his interactions with, you know, with, with all the media outlets, he came across as professional, courteous, and he correctly identified that it was more than just about him. It was about the club. And you see that through other coaches as well, that, as I said earlier on the podcast as well, are coming through that FA coaching system. Rob Edwards does very similar with Luton from what I gather as well. And also, you know, Gareth Southgate as well. You know, that sort of, that MS look that, you know, um, you know, just really making it not just about him, but about the, the wider context. Head coaches need to do that to save their job these days. They need to get the press. They need to get the fans on board because otherwise if the fans turn, the owners will go, they don't like him, so I'm going to sack him. So Steve Cooper did an incredible job and had you know more lives in the cap. And then he got out of the job because he had the fans on board. And then because the owner was like, oh, I think this is going to be a PR issue if we sack him, you know, early on in the, early on in the Premier League tenure. It's been very easy to do that. But because he's been well coached with dealing with the media, dealing with uh, the PR matters, you know, he was unsackable. And of course, he was a fantastic head coach as well. I'm not just saying he was playing the media, but I'm saying that was a big part in why he was in the job for as long as he was. So what does Nuno need to do now or whoever, whatever new incumbent needs to come in? They need to they need to come in with energy and with passion and that desire also to connect with the fan base um, and to know that that brings results. The City Ground is a fantastic place to be a head coach if you're willing to engage with the fan base and also if you're willing to uh, also show that energy and, and that passion. So I think it needs to do exactly what Steve has done, be professional, be courteous, be honest um, and uh, to try and bring the fans on uh, on board with, with with the journey for the rest of the season, and uh, and then hopefully the, the results uh, that there'll be that relationship between fans and on the pitch, and and the results will come, um, and of course sort the away form out as well. <laughs> Fingers four crossed. points, four points from the next two will 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 be great. You know, four points from the Man next United. two, fan, fans will be thinking, mm, okay, okay. You know, um, and, you know, Steve, and just finally, then to kind of finish us off, um, do you agree with what Ross said there? And huge game on Saturday against Bournemouth. Yeah. It seems like you know, speaking to Dave on the podcast, and he said it seems like we just never uh, are able to beat Bournemouth. But new manager bounce, how can you see it going? And and do you think that that Nuno, if he is the guy to come in tomorrow or when it's announced, he is the guy to to turn it round for Forest? Well, first, the last question, I do think he'll turn it round. And I do think, you know, I'm not saying he is the guy to turn it round. I was, I was hoping Steve Cooper would have turned it round. But that's not happened. So we have to now move on. Um, do I think they'll beat Bournemouth on Saturday? I actually thought they'd beat Bournemouth on Saturday if Steve Cooper was in charge. Because I, I just thought what Bournemouth might have witnessed on 
on Saturday with the Luton captain might have just played on their minds a little bit and think Forrest would have known. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 do, I look, I think we'll get four points out the next three. Fingers Minimum. crossed. Minimum. I'm just going to show this comment, Steve. Jonathan says, this is very positive. When Villa sacked Gerard, they were 16th and they went on an April run. Forest do the same this year and make the Europa League. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe one day, maybe one day. Uh, there Steve, is one other thing as well. I just want to say something on, Steve, the backroom staff, just quickly. Um, we talked about the Spurs one. He, he had a guy with him, and I can't remember his name, at the backroom staff. And my mate from, from Wolves, I don't know what his name was, my mate from Wolves said, if he brings his number two that didn't go to Spurs, yeah, you'll be fine. He didn't go to Spurs and he was like, he was, I can't remember his name, his number two, his number two. They were, he didn't go to Spurs with him. For some unknown reason, he didn't go to Spurs. But the, the Wolves lad said to me, the Wolves fans have said to me, I said, I don't see what, what your problem is at the minute, Forrest, with having him. He says, yeah. we love him here. We'd have him back tomorrow. So uh, seems, seems very positive. Ross, yeah. thank you for your time. Fingers crossed Forrest can turn it around, mate. And, and thanks very much for coming on. Great, man. Thanks for having us. And uh, come on, you Reds. Yes. Well, we'll indeed. be fine, boys. Keep the faith, everyone. Keep calm. Go and have a drink. All right. Keep calm. Trust Steve. He trust, knows. Trust Steve. Trust Steve. Thank you for all the comments uh, on this live edition uh, of Garibaldi Red on Facebook and on YouTube. Uh, as Forrest today, uh, sack Steve Cooper as head coach. We'll be back later on in the week for a Bournemouth preview. And of course, if Nuno Espirito Santo, the manager that's heavily linked, is appointed as Forest manager. But fingers crossed, whatever manager comes in, we'll get behind them and hopefully better times. Remember to, to drop us a like, follow and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and on YouTube. And we will see you very soon. Thanks for tuning in to this special edition of Garibaldi Red. Have a great rest of your evening, whatever you do.